Hi, welcome to the Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. This podcast is to inspire, support, and build community for mothers raising children with autism. I'm Bridget Shipman, the host and creator of the Mother's Guide Through Autism. This podcast has been inspired by my son, Joseph, who has been living with autism for the past 30 years. Hey, podcast listeners, my book, Mother's Guide Through Autism, co-authored with my son, Joseph, is now available for purchase on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Order your copy today and please leave a review to help spread the word. See you there. Hi, welcome back to A Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. I'm Bridget Shipman and I'm your host and creator of this beautiful podcast that my son helped me create to offer all of you knowledge, hope, and inspiration. Today, I'm going to be discussing once a mother's guide, always a mother's guide. And what do I mean by that? So what I'm doing is, if you've been following these essential pieces of advice these past few episodes, you know that I'm giving you out of the past three decades, my best advice on how to navigate our autism journey as mother guides. And one of the pieces of advice, and I really, I think this is essential because it applies to every single mom that is a mother's, a mother's guide. All of us are on our own ASD journey with our children. Just as Joseph has said, if you've met an autistic person, you've met an autistic person. Well, that is true for moms too. We're all on our own journey, but at the end of the day, we're also connected because we know what this journey is like. And the reason this is important to me is because I realized, and this wasn't that long ago, that I was always going to be a mother guide. It didn't matter if I, if I knew that Joseph was, was going to be out on his own or not. What I understood was my whole life, as soon as I became a mom, 30 plus years ago, that I was in fact on a journey. It's not about getting to the finish line. It's about enjoying the ride. And this is why this piece of advice is so important to me. You know, I call this a journey because it's, it's the best way that I can explain what my life And as being Joseph's mother guide has been, it has been a journey and it will continue to be a journey. I can tell you that although I have not the level of worry that I did when Joseph was first diagnosed, the the worry still lives inside of me. 
And I did an episode on how to crush your crazy monkeys of fear because they will continue to revisit you. They are part of the journey. And so that's why these tools that I am sharing with all of you will help you navigate your journey, will help you feel lighter along the way. The, the worries, the the things that we're doing, even when Joseph was first diagnosed, it was a different level of pain and grief. But I assure you that he is, you know, we have a happy ending. He is living independently. That is what we have worked so hard for. And he's doing that. That doesn't mean that my job is done. That doesn't mean that I don't continue to be Joseph's mother guide. He is one of my greatest, and I've said this and I'll continue to say it because it's true, one of my greatest teachers. Without my son, Joseph, I don't believe that I would be the person that I am today. And I love, absolutely love and cherish and honor being his mother guide. He is one of the smartest people that I know, and he also is is guiding me. So it is teamwork. So whatever you're doing today, whatever your day is like today, you can take comfort in knowing that this is, in fact, a journey that is not you're not alone You are on this journey with your child or children, and there is great comfort in that. At least it is for me. So when you look at your child today, it doesn't matter what how old they are. It just matters that you can view them and know that you're you're on this journey together and you will be on this journey together for the rest of your lives. So. Yay to that. that. That's a shift that you can feel in your energy. I can remember the day that Joseph came home from his radio job that he loved and cherished. And I had taught him so many things. Um, getting this radio job was something that Joseph really loved. He really, really loved this job. And, you know, he's really great at it. And so I took him, I I took Joseph as a mother guide with teaching my son these life skill tools of, you know, opening up a checking account. I can remember when we first went to the bank, I taught him, how to open a bank account, how to manage a bank account. I was with him when he bought his own car. He bought his first car on his own and how to navigate that. I showed him the way, guided him to paying taxes, to opening a savings account, how to budget, how to manage money, how to get a cell phone that he managed and these, these small, small steps 
of becoming more and more independent that didn't feel too big for my son or for me. So again, there's that partnership. And and so I, I did all these things with them and I taught him once you, you have a job, well, first of all, how do you get a job? Then how do you keep a job and how do you navigate all of that? One of the, the things that I really ingrained in my son was, you know, you're always networking. So when you are ready to leave a job, I want you to make sure that you always give a two weeks notice and you don't leave a job until you have another job. And, you know, if you're listening, you're thinking, well, yes, these are all basic life skills. But when you're teaching them to a person who's on the spectrum, as as I've discussed before, you know, the way you communicate, the way you teach needs to really fit their strengths and also their weaknesses. So it's not just going through the motions and taking them through the experience, but is also making sure that you're communicating in a way that your child is understanding him. And that can get frustrating and it can be difficult. But we went through all of that and he was thriving in his job, although it was still a part-time job, but he was on time. He was doing it. He, he loved it. And he learned so much at, at that job experience. He met a nice young lady online during all of this. So I was thrilled for him because I, although my son um, was happy, I felt like he was a bit lonely and he didn't know how to make friends. Where, where do you go to meet people? And so that's also a part of being a mother's guide is learning that although I personally am very social, I love socializing. Um, I'm outgoing. I have no problems in meeting new people, but my son, although he wants friends and, and wants to communicate that way, he struggles with it and doesn't know how. So again, this is part of the journey. And he, though, discovered this lovely young lady online and they started talking and she came for visits and they were getting more and more serious. And she was home for a visit and Joseph walks in and he lets me know that he gave us two weeks notice at his radio job. And that he was planning on moving 126 miles away in two weeks. I, I didn't have any of this knowledge. It was like, I, I was, you're what? <laughs> you're doing what? And he, he told me that he, you know, that's what was going to happen. And I, I tried very hard to get my composure because if I get upset, my son gets upset. And then what turns into something that's already upsetting, it gets bigger and bigger. And it's very difficult to um, manage it, navigate it if my son is gets really upset. 
So I, I did my very best to keep calm because what I knew was he did not have a job 126 miles away. He didn't. But I asked him, I said, well, so do you have a job knowing what the answer was? And he said, no, but I'm applying online and I feel really confident that I'm going to have a job. I said, so you're moving without having a job. And he's like, yeah. Well, I couldn't, I couldn't contain myself. I got, I started crying. I was crying because I was so overwhelmed with this news and my crazy monkeys really took me hostage. They kidnapped me and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, he's going to move 126 miles away. I did not feel like he was ready because simply he didn't have an income and how, you know, yes, he had money saved, but we had worked so hard on saving this money. What was going to happen to my son? Was he going to be homeless? You know, I have talked about crazy monkeys before and my crazy monkeys were multiplying. I mean, they were swarming me and I just simply just broke down and started crying. And then as I had anticipated, then Joseph got upset and then he, I was crying because I was overwhelmed and I was so afraid for my son. And he was crying because he didn't want me to be upset. He was afraid for me. And he was also afraid for himself on some level. And then I just looked at him and I I said, okay. What I had realized was I had raised my son to become independent. That was the goal to raise my son in hopes that he would be happy. He would find someone. He would make his own way. And here he is doing exactly what we had worked so hard for. So I had to grab my my tools to crush my, my crazy monkeys of fear. And I knew in that moment that I needed to support my son on this big life decision that he made. So uh, we hugged and I said, Joseph, all right, if you're going to do this, you're going to do this. So I helped support the move and his future roommates came to get him. And it was a bitter, bittersweet day for me because on one hand, my, my son, who is now 29 years old, was, was moving on with his life. And on the other hand, all the, all the feelings of worry and, and it was a very nostalgic day for me. It was a beautiful day for my son. I have never seen Joseph happier than the day that he moved out. And I needed to find a way to embrace that and to support that. 
And so as I watched the U-Haul and him and his, his girlfriend and his future roommate drive away, I had a moment where, yes, I was extremely sad. But then joy took over and I went, all right, here you are. Everything like the, it was like um, the whole journey flashed bef- before in my mind. It was like a, a movie of when I first found out that Joseph was autistic to this moment in time and the journey that we he and I had been on. And all the memories. And here we are. He he's living his best life and he's happy. And I just wanted to stay in that beautiful moment of grace and love and joy and support him. When he arrived at his new apartment and he was settled, he called me and he said, Mom, I'm really happy here. I'm really happy with my life. And what else does a mother guide need to hear? So the plan that I had for my son was not the plan that my son had for himself. And that's important to understand. It's very important for you to understand that your child is on their own journey. Although you are partners, it is their own life. And I was so, so trained. I had trained myself to be the watcher over Joseph's life and to monitor and to make sure that his his life and he he wasn't caused pain and, you know, all the, the years of bullying and all the things that my son had gone through, all of it was for that very moment to see him stand up into his own life. And here's the key. He knew better. He left without having a job. And guess what? It has turned out just fine. Was there a little bit of struggle? Sure. Are we still working on life skills? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now I am his guide 126 miles away, but we have phone conversations. He comes home on visits. We collaborate. Uh, I feel a deep, deep connection to who my son is and not what work there is ahead of us. And that feels like, like a complete shackles off to me because when I was living in the, the mindset of getting to the finish line of I've got to get to the finish line, I've got to get him to this, I've got to get him to that. I missed the joy And the beauty in the journey, in our journey together, and getting to step back and see him grow into his own person and being able to make his own life decisions. Isn't that the goal after all? 
isn't the goal to see your child happy and living independently. So a long time ago, when I was having one of our special conversations that Joseph and I do, he let me know, you know, mom, because I asked my son, we have these philosophical conversations. And I said, what do you think my biggest life lesson is? What, what am I, what am I needing to learn? And he said, you need to learn how to let go. And for so many reasons, that statement is true. And in this circumstance, in this role as my son's mother guide, that is absolutely true. So I'm sharing this story with you because that is what I have learned to do. I've learned to let go. I have really stepped back and I'm always here. I'm always here. And the beautiful thing is the relationship that we have built over the years is that Joseph feels comfortable coming to me when he needs me, when he comes to me. And one of the beautiful things that he says all the time when I say, hey, Hi, you know, in our, in our phone conversations, how are you doing? How are you? And there's generally a pause. And then he goes, I don't really know, but all I know is that I love my life here. So <laughs> I get, I get that answer a lot. And guess what? That's good enough for me. As I have learned to let go and that I, I really am on this journey for the rest of my life, it does transform. And I have learned how to let go and let my son guide himself. And that's part of being a mother guide is you're always there for your child but it's also important to let your child be who they're meant to be. And that is the work that I did with Joseph. I, I wanted him to believe in himself. And there were so many times on our journey where Joseph did not believe in himself. Very low self-esteem Although, you know, we as the mother guides are constantly trying to build our kids up. There's a lot that goes on that we're not, we're not there. Um, the times that they're bullied or the times that they feel like they're inadequate. Just think about, you know, your own self, your own life, how we as moms don't feel like we're enough or we're doing enough. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Our kids are doing the same thing. So as we transform ourselves, as we heal ourselves, our energy changes and the ability to let go and to let our kids thrive, although they have to do it with difficulty sometimes that that's okay. This, this is their journey too. And building them up and letting them experience and letting them see that they can do things is as important 
as guiding them through their therapies as finding at the beginning, you know, all those, those therapies that we want for our children. That is all part of the journey. But I think when you step back in the big picture of things, letting our kids thrive and make mistakes and letting them know that we are always, always here for them. They have a soft place to land and you're always there with unconditional love, not judgment, just love. Always a mother guide. You are always a mother guide and you are doing beautifully. Embrace the love, embrace the journey, let go. And the the sooner you can do that and get yourself to that place of acceptance, you're going to shift your energy. You're going to shift how you parent. You're going to shift everything that you do. How do I know? I know because I've done it. I'm doing it. I continue to do it. And when I have other moms ask me, they say, I want to, I want to find peace. I want to accept. I want to get to where you're at. My, my response to that is let go, enjoy today, find the beauty in your child today. Step back. And it's not about getting to the finish line. It's a it's about embracing what is. Embrace what is. So Joseph, through all his wisdom, as again, he's been my best teacher. I've shared this quote before and I will continue to share it. And he introduced me to uh, Joseph Campbell, he is, um, Joseph Campbell is somebody that Joseph really connected with um, on his own journey. And he's um, an American mythologist. He's a writer and a lecturer. Um, and he, I've also learned from Joseph Campbell's work. Now, Joseph Campbell is no longer with us, but he's with us, right? Because he's still teaching. (laughs) So if um, you're curious about him, here's a quote that Joseph shared with me uh, um, to help me navigate my own letting go and shifting the acceptance of what I'm talking about with you all today. And the quote is, we must let go of the life we have planned So as to accept the one that is waiting for us. And that quote is a huge shift for me, because rather than just as Joseph Campbell said, I had this whole plan, life plan for my son. I thought I knew when it was time for him to to move out. So letting go of a life that we have, we are helping plan our own lives. 
getting the news that your child is going to be living with a lifelong disability is not what you have planned. I'm pretty sure you haven't planned that. But it's the part of acceptance. It's the part that there is this beautiful life waiting for you that was waiting for me. All I had to do was accept what is. And in fact, that is what I did. And so when I saw my son step into everything that we had worked for, I knew, I knew that Joseph was going to be okay one way or another. Does it mean that I am done being his mother guide? Absolutely not. It just means that I've shifted and I have accepted what is. And I'm always here for my son, always, forever. And I love the work that he and I are creating. And I love this journey, this journey that I'm on in this moment that I'm speaking to you is great. It's great. And that is my message to you today. Once a mother guide, always a mother guide, learn how to accept and let go and feel the shackles. Your life that feels shackles on will become shackles off when you let go. And if you want to get deeper into this work, I write about it in A Mother's Guide Through Autism. And I wrote this this book to help moms navigate their ASD journey. This is why I wrote this book. I wrote it for my 32-year-old self that, that had no idea how to navigate the feelings and the journey and how to let go. (laughs) So I hope this episode gave you more than one aha as you continue your journey as a mother guide. If you liked this, this episode, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Our message is to spread knowledge, hope, and inspiration. So I hope that did that. And every time you like it and uh, you subscribe and you help spread this word, our message, then you are helping other, other mother guides find support. And we're doing this together. So thank you for listening. And if you're interested in getting a mother's guide through autism, go ahead and go to Amazon and you can find our book there. Also, you can go to our website, mothersguidethroughautism.com, and you can see all of our work there, um, more about our journey, and you can catch all our episodes wherever you can find podcasts. So I hope you join me in the next episode. As always, stay safe and stay well and give yourself grace and kindness today. I'll see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, 
Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and share it on social media. You can download my free guide, Five Things I Wish I Knew Raising My Son with Autism, by going to my website, mothersguidethroughautism.com. Also, please join our Facebook group, Mother's Guide Through Autism, for support. I'm sending you all hope and love. Thanks so much for listening.